Welcome to this week's episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites, brought to you by Bergen Community College and the Office of Student Life and Conduct. In each episode, we will introduce you to someone who can help make the most of your college experience. Welcome to a new episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. Today is February 17th, and we are joined by student leader Alan Herrera. Welcome, Alan. Hey, Jared. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure, and thank you to anyone listening. All right. Uh, let, let's just get right into it. Uh, you, uh, you've chosen a non-traditional route to going to Bergen Community College. Can you give us a little background about yourself and how your path led to it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, right after high school, I decided to work. I didn't think I was good enough for college. Um, while all of my best friends who are now my best adult friends um, did go to college. Uh, but I did many things. I became an electrician right after high school. I went into retail management. Um, I managed a dance studio. And right about my mid-20s, I decided I wanted more. I had a bigger drive, and I decided to go to Bergen. It, you know, I had to pay for it. Um, so I went the Bergen route, and it was the best route, I think. Uh, just uh, if you could do, kind of list it out for us. So what are some of the things you've been involved with since you came to Bergen Community College? Yeah, so initially when I started, it was the transition period was was tough. It was painful. You know, I haven't been in a classroom for about seven years. So to really get in that environment, you know, really tested who I was and what I was about to do. Um, so as soon as I came in, I failed my first class, my first math class. And that was really it. Am I going to take it again and get through this or am I going to quit? And I, I took it again. So that was a defining moment. But then I... Um, I wanted to get involved. So I became a student mentor. Uh, I worked for the Turning Point program, uh, which you mentor young individuals or young adults on the autism spectrum. And um, you mentor them to get a, one of five certificates that they're able to get. Um, I joined the PTK, which is the Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society. I'm a PTK officer. Um, and on top of that, I also joined two clubs. So I joined the Legal Studies Club and the Math Club. So I just really wanted to embrace the school and everything it had. Um, and so I did. That was my main goal. We're sure glad you did. Uh, now a little bit more on the school side. I, I remember you had to interview me in person for, uh, I believe, a public speaking class. So Correct. that was nice. We had something to do face to face. Can you tell us how you're handling and how you're feeling about switching to a complete virtual setting? So I have mixed feelings, but I'm I'm grateful for it, and and I'll explain why. I, I had the privilege of experiencing a college experience, which I thought I was missing out on, you know, my whole young adult life. And the truth is, I was missing out. There was a lot that I missed out on, and and now I didn't because I have had such a great experience. But the um, you know, keeping track of everything I do. A lot of management, a lot of time management, um, and I think that's the key word here: time, time management. The the transition was was tough, but the virtual setting gave me the advantage of being multiple places uh, rather quickly. So I was able now to be a part of a club, get to my next class, go, go to work in a virtual setting, and now I'm able to multiply my potential. I'm able to to do more. You know, so both settings were difficult. You know, we, we the transition period was difficult, but I think it was what really gave me that 
that stride and pushed me forward. So uh, I'm grateful for it. So, Alan, I want to ask you a little more about the uh, the non traditional route, as we we call you know students that didn't just come out of high school are, are referred to a, sort of in the business as uh, non traditional students. But you know, there's not really a such thing as a traditional student at Bergen anyway, um, which as, as I'm sure you've seen in your time at Bergen. Um, what what advice would you give to people that may have been in a similar situation to you? You know, it's 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 uh, you had already mentioned you know you thought maybe you know were you cut out for this? Was it too late? You know, talked about how that decision impacted your life. Look, entering Bergen was one of the the best decisions I have ever made. You know, when I walked into the school, I got goosebumps because I'm like, am I really doing this? Am I really going to college? And the, the truth is you are. You are, man. You're, you're involved. You know, you can get involved. And for me, at 25, I'm now 28. I'm almost in my 30s. Um, it was uncomfortable, you know. You're not a you're not a young teen anymore. So the resources at home may be a little less. You're a little older. Um, there's a lot more challenges. But I got to tell you, anyone considering college, even at forty or thirty, um, I th- I I truly believe that Bergen would be an amazing way for you to go. Um, I have a sister who became a, a nurse in her forties, and she says she now has a wonderful twenty year career and can, you know. And it's never too late. So I strongly believe that anyone interested in in going for that education and going to Bergen will benefit. I mean, I know I have, and it has truly changed my life for the better. All right. Now, circling back to some of the involvement you mentioned, uh, you know, we initially uh, got in touch with you because of your work with the Math Club, who's been really doing tremendous work for the past couple of years. Uh, the Math Club's really stood out uh, among our student organizations. Could you give us kind of an overview of, of recent accomplishments and what plans Math Club has? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, before I even get, get into the Math Club, when I originally joined the Math Club, I had something that's something which we call imposter syndrome, right? The feeling of not belonging. And you know, I initially joined, it was my weakest subject and now one of my favorites to to get more, you know, to be around like-minded individuals. But boy, if, you, if you're in a math club session, you're around very intelligent individuals. Um, so I felt out of place. But in reality, I, I belong. Anybody who goes to the school belongs. And I was able to win first place this year in the uh, SOC event, which for me was, I was a little bit shocked about it. And basically... Um, so they have an event, share our common knowledge. Um, there is mental math challenges that we do um, during during the club duration, student presentations, professors um, present. But he, here's why I want to highlight the club. There are five professors who actually attend this club. I don't think there's any other club on campus that has five professors joining and engaging with students. And I'm talking about Professor Latham, Rothog, Orozco, Feinbond, I believe it's Feinbond, Feigenbond. Um, So the support is tremendous. And um, it's an experience that I feel anyone can join. And if anyone out there wants to be around like-minded individuals, um, there's no pressure to participate. I just had a man, a mental math challenge, uh, I believe, Tuesday. Um, I didn't get any right, but I got one right, and that was fun. So it's for everyone. 
uh, for anyone. And if you feel like you have an imposter syndrome, just know that you do belong. And this goes for any club, not just a math club. So I just wanted to highlight that. Excellent. Thanks for thanks for sharing that, Alan. And to to piggyback off of that, and something you said earlier in this interview that that stuck out to me is this theme of access. So now having the ability to do all these things at once during COVID for the last better part of a year, where you're able to seamlessly pivot between clubs and your academics and 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 jobs and different things that are going on in your personal life. To our listeners, you know, no one's perfect in this. You know, what tips or pointers might you have in making sure that, you know, students can be part of the conversation, be part of these different opportunities that the school has? How do you take what you're seeing through your lived experience and what advice would you have to your peers? Yeah, that's a great question. The biggest advice that I have for my peers, my classmates, is is to embrace your experience. I'm not missing out on anything because I didn't go to a, a four-year school for the first couple of years of my college career. I'm not missing out on anything. In fact, I've benefited so much by just reaching out. If anyone here is listening, goes to the school and is curious about a club, they're, everyone is literally friendly. They want you to join. Um, you find fellowship um, and vir- and you're in a virtual setting now. So instead of feeling bad about yourself and saying, man, I'm not in a classroom, this is your time now to use that to your advantage. I can be in two different meetings or diff- you know, a different a class, virtually work, and then go to my off-campus job in one day. I couldn't do that before. You know, I was restricted with time. Um, so if anybody out there sees an opportunity to maybe join a club, even if it's a STEM club and you're not really, you don't feel like you're smart or you, you wouldn't belong, just hang around those people. Those people are more than happy to have you around and and eventually you're going to engage. So take advantage. You know, I one of the biggest things that I'm so grateful for is that I I, I got involved because I feel like I'm Bergen now. I feel like I'm a Bergen Community College student. And I didn't feel that when I first came in because I was maybe I had that that imposter syndrome where I, I didn't feel like I belong. And we all belong, you know. Um, get involved. Just that's the key word here. Get involved and embrace your experience. All right. Cause this is a real experience. You're in college. Um, and the only difference is the name. Okay. So get involved. Everyone get involved. Thanks for sharing that. And and what I would ask as a follow-up to your theme of inclusivity here is you'd mentioned earlier a defining moment in your college experience was when you when you failed one of your initial math courses. What are the defining moments for you about involvement? You you're talking about asking folks to get involved, but what is it that for you, through your lived experience, was that critical point where you got involved? What was that defining moment, if you could share there? You know, there's been multiple defining moments, but the one that really stood out is when I became a student mentor for the Turning uh, Point program. Um, You don't notice this, and sometimes you do, but you're making a difference in somebody's life, okay? You know, I, I have a lot to juggle, but during a mentoring session, and after the semester's over, you see a difference in those individuals that you mentored. And that to me showed me 
wow, what what a feeling. If I didn't do that, or if I if I never even decided to join, I, I would have been missing out on that feeling. And that's just myself. Um, you know, being part of the math club now that I used to always, I used to always say, man, I wish I was part of that club. I wish I was part of that club, but I'm not good enough. And now that I did, you know, the following week it got better. Now I became friends. I won first place in an event in the math club. That was defining for me. That was like, Alan, you, you instead of staring at a wall or a TV show, you can be participating and sharing and contributing now. And it's not just me. I'm no one special. Everyone listening, you know, if you just began, you can get involved. You know, I, I, I'm not just acting co-president of the math club because I'm super smart and involved. I'm, I'm that because I, I stuck around, you know, I'm part of the team and that's all that you need to be. Just be part of the team. Um, and these defining moments have now transformed me. I'm not the same Alan I was last semester, last year, or when I started. And I'm not going to be the same Alan when I graduate at the end of this semester. So to me, these are all defining moments that you can add up together to really get that experience. I mean, this is a real experience. Right. So, you know, kind of to follow up on that, our, 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 and our standard sort of closing question is about the mark you leave. So I know your time at Bergen's coming to an end fairly soon and you're going to be, uh, you're looking at a few schools in North Carolina, I understand. I don't, uh, I don't think you have a final decision made yet, but uh, soon you will. But, you know, what, what mark do you hope to have left at Bergen when, you're, when your time is done with us? You know, I don't want to leave anything, but I, I just, I want to at least, if I can change one person's perspective and, and really leave the idea that it's the stigma. I, 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 I want to take that stigma away. Because a lot of people feel some some feelings of negative stigma towards going to a community college. And I have to tell you, I, it has been really just such a positive experience. And I have so much to thank Bergen because it's not just Bergen, it's the professors. I mean, the professors I, I, I'm forever in debt to, they change the way that I think. When a professor changes the way that you process thoughts, act in a society, you really start to say, wow, this person just impacted my life. And then when I can get others involved in a club, like just the other day, I was trying to, you know, get someone to join the PTK um, or join a club. When you can just do that, that sends out a ripple effect. So I don't want to leave any legacy. I'm Like I said, I'm not special. I'm not anything. I just want to really bring up that you're in a good place. You're in a good place. And it's what you make it. And when I say what you make it, I mean, you're in a really good place. So make it good. You know, you have that power. All right. Alan, thank you so much. Because uh, uh, lately I've been a little down. I've been missing uh, college, uh, being in person. And almost a year and a half ago, you came in for to interview me about student life. And now it shows that you did get involved and it's paying off and everything's come full circle. Now we're interviewing you about your experiences at Bergen. So I really appreciate you coming on and joining us here today. Yeah, it's an honor. And thank you for having me. All right. If our listeners at home have any questions about this episode or would like to make any recommendations, please contact us at studentlife at bergen.edu or our Instagram page at bergenslc. 
From Jared, Greg, and Ian, see you next week. And to all my bulldogs at home, keep on barking. And that wraps up another episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. If you have any questions about this episode or suggestions for future guests, please email us at studentlife at bergen.edu. Thanks for stopping by.